Good morning, guys. Welcome back to another episode of the Not So Serious podcast. Today, we are going to talk a lot because I'm very excited. I'm actually in a very good mood today for no reason. Like, I'm feeling so good. And it's so funny how my mood changes every day. Because if you remember last week, I wasn't having the best day ever. But today, it just feels like the best day ever. And first, I'm going to talk to you about my week because it was a pretty eventful week since I just turned 24, which I still can't believe I'm 24. I just don't feel 24. I actually made a TikTok about it, like about how I don't feel my age and it blowed up. Like it literally has 2 million views. So a lot of people that can relate to how I'm feeling, which I'm very glad because I don't feel as crazy. But yeah, okay, so after recording this podcast, actually, I felt a little bit better. I went to pick up my mom and then I came back home and I was journaling a little bit. I was actually looking at a tech talk that I want to share with you guys because it's all about bucket lists. And for many years, you guys know, I just didn't care about anything else besides food and my body and working out and stuff like that. And I missed on many opportunities to accomplish different goals and to experience different memories. And I kind of regret it right now. But right now that I'm getting better, I am just very happy. I'm very excited to start doing that. So I created like a list. Well, like I still need to work on that. I'm working on a list of like 100 things that I want to do before I die. You guys know everyone is going to die at some point. And like that's impossible to avoid. You know what I mean? So it's better if we actually make the most out of the time that we are in this earth with the people that we love, with the things that we love to do, and we just enjoy our life to the fullest. After I was doing that, I was doing that in my computer and I got a little bit hungrier and I went to Chick-fil-A again. I freaking love Chick-fil-A. I feel like I'm obsessed at this point, but I also wanted to challenge myself a little bit. I asked my mom if she wanted to go with me, but she said no. So I went by myself, still practicing the self-love, the self-care, the dating myself and doing the things that I love without waiting for someone else to do the things with me or come with me or like what I like, whatever, or be in the mood for what I am in the mood for. I actually went to Chick-fil-A and I wanted to challenge myself a little bit more. So I decided to do the little challenge of the ordering what the person in front of me got, which is a little bit hard because when when you go out to eat, you have the option to ask for whatever you want. I feel like sometimes we look at the calories or we look at the things that will be more healthy, quote unquote, for you and whatever. And not every time we are allowing ourselves to try new things. So I wanted to try something new and I wanted to challenge myself to try something new. So what I did was ask for what the car in front of me got and they got medium fries um, which I know how they taste like but they also got chicken nuggets and also lemonade 
which I haven't tried well like I didn't try before and now I know how it tastes like and it's pretty good highly recommend for you to try the lemonade from Chick-fil-a I was hearing about people talking about it but I never really allow myself to ask for it I I don't know it just feels uncomfortable to get out of your comfort zone which of course is obvious but It feels nice once you do it, you know. Also wanted to tell you that I am doing a week of eating for my YouTube. So if you want to follow me there, that will be amazing. Subscribe to my channel. That will be amazing because I will be posting in there maybe next week. Probably on Monday. I also got banned on TikTok again for posting a blog. Uh, don't ask me. I have no idea why. I am 24 now and apparently TikTok thinks that I am a minor still. I know I don't look 24. I don't feel 24 either, TikTok, but you don't have to ban my content. And it was like a silly blog. It was just literally me recording a podcast on Tuesday, just like showing my day on Tuesday, which is stupid, but whatever then Thursday nothing happened honestly but Friday I actually guys took a little break from all social media I was actually grateful that my TikTok was kind of banned and I couldn't post in there that day because I always feel the pressure in my head of like I need to be constantly posting and I need to do this and I need to do it right now and like five times a day and like I need to be looking at the comments and new content and like what can I do better and how can I improve and how can I be more creative and how can I keep posting and engaging and whatever so I was glad that I was banned because those thoughts didn't come to my mind because I was banned anyway so I couldn't even post even if I wanted to so I decided to take my time and take my day off and just relax and chill and be with my family because my dad and my mom stay home with me and I'm not gonna lie to you I was very mad at my mom because she I actually told you guys this on YouTube like I will tell you guys on YouTube on the next week of eating but my mom um, when I pick her up in the car on Thursday I was still a little bit in a bad mood for what happened on Monday and we had like a little bit of like a discussion discussion I don't know how to say that anyways we had a little bit of a fight we were just not in the best mood neither of us and she decided like you know when you're in the car with, with someone I, I feel like this happens to everyone you're in the car of, with someone and you're having like a uh, little fight and then you get out of the car and you're like okay uh, then I'm gonna stay here but it's just joking you know it's it's not seriously like don't seriously leave me here but she did She literally left me there in the middle of like, I'm not going to say nowhere because I know where it is, but she left me there and she just left. And I was so mad, but at the same time, I was just laughing about it. I think that was Wednesday or Thursday. I'm not sure. But in my head, I was just like, oh my God, perfect. Like this week just keeps getting better. You know, like my week was already not feeling the best. And now my mom is doing this. And now I have to walk home. It was like a mile. I'm not going to be dramatic and say like, oh my God, it was so far from my house. And I had to walk so much. Because it wasn't. It was like a mile. But still, like, 
why did she leave me there? Like, I was thinking everything that I was thinking while I was walking home and receiving a ton of messages from her, like, pick up Danny, pick up the phone, whatever. Do I take you somewhere, whatever. And everything in my mind was like, what if I get missed? What if someone literally kidnaps me while I am walking home? Because it, it's on the road. Like, it's not, there's no, like, a path where you can walk in. It's not supposed to be for walks. You know what I mean? It's like the road, the actual road. Like, a car can just stop and pick me up. So I was very scared first. And second, I was very mad and confused of like, why my mom did this to me? And what if I, if I would do that to her, she would be in a very bad mood. And it doesn't even cross my mind because it has happened in the past. She has done it in the past. She has been out of the car and then she will say like, leave me here. I don't want to talk, whatever. And we will just stay there and, and like, literally back her like mom no like stay here like come on like stop whatever but no my mom actually left me there so yeah I had to walk and after that of course I was very pissed I was very mad that was Wednesday and then Thursday my mom called me back again and she was like um no she didn't call me she texted me like don't pick me up your dad is going to pick me up so I'm like okay that's fine and Friday um, we didn't talk on Thursday like at all and then on Friday I was of course very pissed but it was my birthday and I was gonna stay pissed I was actually very I think I think it says like my ego my ego was very damaged you know what I mean so I didn't want to give her the I don't know how to say it but I didn't want to be okay with what she did you know what I mean I wanted her to feel like she did something wrong so that she can stop doing that but this is why I am telling you all all about this my dad actually came to talk to me and he was telling me how they both stay at home to stay with me on my day on my birthday and that I should just leave my ego and my proudness aside even for just that day and then I remembered how one of my favorite mukbangs youtubers from like a long time ago lost her dad on Sunday like unexpected unexpectedly she lost him and her dog and that just literally broke my heart and it made me think that one day you're here and the next one you're not and it's silly to be mad at the people that you love for little things or like it could be big things for you in your mind for me it was a big thing in my mind of course but I don't know if you are thinking like oh my god Danny like just don't be silly in my mind was a bit a big thing but at the same time first I didn't want to ruin my day or my parents day because they stay with me they didn't go to work to stay with me and second you can't always be mad at the people that you love because you don't know when you're not gonna see them again none of us have the day warranty like literally the day like you can be here today and you can be gone tomorrow and nobody knows anything so enjoy your time here enjoy your life that made me think a lot so I literally dropped all my ego and I went to my mom she hugged me and she apologized and I told her please don't do it again 
but we're okay now. I'm okay with my family. And every time that I'm starting a discussion or like a little fight with them or my brother, I remind myself of that. Like we don't have tomorrow warranty and I should make the most out of the time that I have with them and with my brother. And don't be silly about little things. If you don't know, my mom also lost her dad when she was 13 years old. One day he went to work. He was a taxi driver. Um, he went to work and he didn't come back. That's that's how it happens. So please just stay with your family. Stay with the people that you love and appreciate them and make the most out of the moments that you have with them. Anyways, I did that on Friday. So we went for brunch and we went bowling. We went to a park. I ate out all day and I still can't believe I did that because I'm so proud of myself. And it isn't as scary when you do it as what your mind makes it up to be. It was pretty nice. I loved it. I took a bunch of pictures that I will be, of course, posting in the next couple of days. But it was very fun. I won the bowling, the first one, and then my dad won the, won the second game. Then we went out for dinner and I met up with a friend that I met online on Instagram and I just had a great time. I had a pokeball, which I freaking love. I love raw fish and yeah, it was just amazing and I don't usually have it when we go out to eat like sushi or pokeballs because my parents and my brother, they don't like the seaweed and they don't like the raw fish, which is completely the opposite for me. I could eat seaweed every single day and raw fish every single day and I wouldn't get tired like ever. I also had my favorite dessert, which if you didn't know is gelato and that's it. I am very happy because I also went to Trader Joe's and I found fall items. Oh my God, so good. I found the, I think it's called JoJo's. You need to try them, guys. So good. Love them. And then I forgot to tell you also on Friday, on Sunday, we got takeout. Takeout pizza. I haven't had like a takeout pizza in a long time. And I was just very, very happy. I was, I'm not gonna lie, I was having my doubts. I was like, mm, do I really want pizza? But maybe I can make some eggs and some toast. And then I thought about it. It's like my parents are like never here with me and they never ask for pizza. So I might as well just enjoy my time right now, enjoy my Sunday and just have what they will have too. And I had like a barbecue chicken pizza with pineapple. <sighs> Guys, so good. And I love pineapple on my pizza. Okay, that's all. That's all. We're going to start with the episode, which I am very, very excited about. Because yesterday I actually took the time to make the script and everything. I was very excited to record. I wanted to record yesterday. But I have like this organization stage that I'm on. And phase of my life that I'm trying to really prioritize my organization and yesterday wasn't the day to record the podcast is today so I'm gonna leave it as today so this is what I want to talk about and is limiting beliefs that kept me stuck I didn't know about limiting beliefs until I started reading self-development books and until I started my actual recovery you know, the recovery in which you want to make progress mentally and not just physically. 
that's when I started to learn more about limited beliefs. I wanted to make the most out of my reading and the content that I was seeing online. So I started to watch videos about it and reading about it and writing and doing my research and everything. And it literally helped me so, so much that I want to share with you guys everything that I have learned. So the first quote that I'm going to tell you is don't believe everything you think. Again, don't believe everything you think. If you're having a hard day and you're thinking in your mind, oh my God, I have gained so much weight. Or, oh my God, my friend, she hasn't called me, so she must be mad at me. Or, oh my God, the guy that I'm talking to He has not texted me. He must be with someone else. Again, don't believe everything you think. I'm going to first tell you what a limiting belief is. Limiting beliefs. Negative thoughts that you have practiced so often that is now automatic. You are thinking it, but you do not notice it. It comes from a moment or multiple moments in your childhood in which you saw something or experienced something that made you believe in an universal truth, something that becomes true to you and it can feel very, very real. So think about this. Whenever you were at school and someone will bully you, the first thing that will come to your mind will be, oh, you're bullying me, there must be something wrong with me. When in reality, we all know that bullies act based on their own insecurities. And I want you again to repeat that to yourself. And even if you have to play this episode uh, like multiple times to understand this concept, I want you to really think about your limiting beliefs and how your childhood and what happened in your childhood is affecting your day-to-day life now. Limiting beliefs become like a rope that is attached to your body and it won't let you get out there and experience the world. You become too scared, too afraid, and you literally start limiting everything you do out of fear. Limiting beliefs are something that people have tell you or, as I said, like experiences that you have had in your life in the past that are now now stuck with you and it became something that you truly believe in but you are not aware of when you take any decision or when you have any thought in your mind. When you start believing something about yourself like there's something wrong with me or I am too quote-unquote fat, I am too stressed, I am a stressful person, I am an anxious person or Uh, When people don't look at me is because I have, let's say, I don't know, one eye that is bigger than the other one, which is an insecurity of mine. And nobody else notices, but it's something that is stuck in my head. So every time someone is looking at me, I'm thinking in my mind, they must be looking at my eyes. And that makes me feel awful but they are not. It's just, I'm like creating a reality that is not there. So when you start believing that about yourself, you start coming up with conclusions that last for your whole life. Limiting beliefs will literally make your life so much harder. 
from building up trusty relationships to succeeding in whatever field or career you're going after. And even in your own recovery, if you're currently recovering from an eating disorder. The first step in breaking any limiting belief is to be aware of them. And stop self-sabotaging yourself based on the limiting beliefs that you might have. So I'm going to tell you some of the common limiting beliefs that people usually have and that I also struggle with and that I see people struggling with when they talk to me. They don't feel worth it. They don't feel special. Or like, let's say it in, in first person because I have felt this way as well. So the common limiting beliefs are, I'm not worth it. I'm not special. I don't belong here. I don't belong anywhere. I am not good enough. I am inferior to others. I have to be perfect in everything I do. I have to do everything by myself. I have to be in control. I need to be in control and I need to make people happy. Okay. Think about all of those. I bet you have more than one of those. Now, I'm going to actually be a little vulnerable in here and tell you about my limiting beliefs and some examples of the limiting beliefs that I had have, I, I have had in the past that I'm also working on right now. So some of mine. The first one, I am not good at speaking English. Therefore, I can make a podcast or YouTube channel in English and will just stick to Spanish content or none at all. That was a limiting belief that I had. Why? Because when I went to high school, a girl was laughing at me for my accent. So I thought, oh my God, people are going to laugh at me because I'm trying to speak in English and I'm trying to make content in another language. People are going to laugh at me because I don't say the words correctly or I make several mistakes. I'm not good at speaking English, so I'm not going to do a podcast. I'm not going to either, even dare in seeing at my goals because I cannot do it. We all know that's not true, and I broke with that. I knew that my goal was to make an impact in more people. And if you don't know already, English is the largest language in the world. If you count native and non-native speakers, if you only count native speakers is Mandarin Chinese, but more people that speak, let's say German, also speak English or Spanish also speak English. But the other way around is not true for that. Not a lot of people would like to learn Spanish and they don't know or they don't understand Spanish. So that's why I decided to start my podcast and everything in English. And I also live here in the U.S. So I think that that was it was also like kind of like a challenge for me because, I, of course, it gives it gets me out of my comfort zone, like quite a lot. Every single day when I'm recording, when I'm doing a podcast, when I'm doing a voiceover, when I'm doing a YouTube channel, I need to remind myself, like, it's okay, Danny, because sometimes I still get frustrated about it. I still get frustrated of like, I can't say this word right. And I need to put it on like Google Translator. And the Google Translator will tell me how the word is said. Like, you know, you can put like the microphone and also to listen to how the word is said. Because some words, let me tell you, some words are really hard. And I need to practice them very often before recording a podcast or before doing 
a voiceover for TikTok or for YouTube and I get scared and embarrassed whenever I make a mistake. But I just need to remind myself that it's okay. So the limiting, the limiting belief in there it was, I am not good enough at another language and I make a lot of mistakes. So no one will understand or they will laugh at me which we all know it's not true. Some people don't even care. Some people are just like, oh my God, that's so cool that you speak Spanish and English. But in my reality, in my mind, it was completely different. It was like, they will know that I am not a native speaker and they will laugh at me for even attempting to, to speak in another language and make something out of my second language. Next one. Since when I was a kid, since I was the only friend with no boyfriend or at least one of them, I also started to, to think that the reason why that was was because I was quote unquote too fat for others to notice me and I was not good enough, not pretty enough, not white like my other friends, etc. Okay, that's another limiting belief that I had in the past and I'm still working on that one actually. <laughs> a lot because it's it's like an insecurity of mine always thinking like maybe people don't like me because I'm not pretty enough um the third one was I did not want to show up in the past here in social media I used to just do uh, pictures of my food and that was about it or, or like videos recipes of my food because I thought whenever I show my face someone would just literally skip the video or skip my picture or whatever because I'm not pretty enough like they are and another limiting belief was I am not American or pretty enough to be here speaking about my story and nobody will take me seriously anyways nobody will care about what I want to say or what I what I want to share so I didn't want to make content at all I was gonna give up on my dream and I was just gonna stick with the recipes and just the food content because I didn't want to show myself. I was very insecure about my body, my face, my literally everything. And it's funny how everyone thinks that an eating disorder is just about the way your body looks, but you become insecure about your whole freaking thing, your your whole body, your whole face. And it's very hard to get over with. Another limiting belief that has a relation with the eating disorder was that I did not want to get better or even attempt recovery since I did not know the perfect, quote unquote, perfect way to recover. So the limiting belief was I have to be perfect in everything that I attempt in my life. And with this, with time, I have learned that it's not about being perfect in everything I attempt. Yes, recovery will be actually very messy and it will have a lot of up and downs but that's completely fine and you will make mistakes and that's completely fine you'll learn from them and another limiting belief that I found in regards of the eating disorder was the fear of gaining weight and my life not changing for the better or not finding a partner even if I recover I was hiding behind the excuse of I haven't been able to find any friends or boys because I look anorexic. That was my mindset. That was my thought. And I was scared of not looking quote-unquote anorexic and boys or girls still not wanting to hang out or paying much attention to me. I was blaming my body for my relationships and how I look for my relationships in my life and I was scared of 
actually not looking bad, not looking way too skinny, I still and still having that problem. And this is something that I've never told anyone anyone before. And I don't know if you can relate to that. But hiding behind that body is not okay. I promise it's not. And this one was, this one is the last one, but it's something that came up when I was uh, in therapy. And it was kind of one of the reasons why I started to engage in unhealthy behaviors. And it was that when I was little, I was not skinny and nobody ever paid attention to me. Not even my parents because they were working all the time. They used to work weekends also because they used to have a restaurant and they were very busy during the week and on the weekends. And whenever they will get home, they will it will be like too late. So I will be sleeping or they will actually come back home a little bit earlier. But they will actually help my brother since he wasn't getting good grades grades at school so I wasn't getting the attention from either my friends or my family and then suddenly when I lost weight when I was looking more skinny I started to get the attention of my mom she started to stay at home with me to take care of me she started started to actually prepare the food for me and just make sure to be with me and I felt kind of good like that felt kind of good someone taking care of you feels kind of good and my friends will also notice me and ask for advice my girlfriends and my boyfriends they would tell me like oh my god you look so great you look amazing so I was being admired and I felt like that was the okay thing to do and it was actually scary to like gain weight and get get healthy again and all of that because I was scared nobody would like me again or care about me so the limiting belief in there for me that I had to break with to actually start recovery and start to get better was people only like me and or pay attention to me for my skinny body that was the awful limiting belief that was making me feel so stuck I was so scared of gaining weight back again and nobody paying attention to me anymore nobody wanting to be my friend anymore nobody admiring me anymore because I was getting so much attention in the past and I didn't want to lose that I didn't want to lose that and that happened to me also with social media guys I'm telling you when I was underweight when I was very skinny and I was getting let's say followers and people that admire me whatever I wanted to stay in that way because I was scared of gaining weight and then people don't pay attention and don't I don't know how to explain it but not wanted to be here with me you know what I mean so with all that being said this are just a few of my limiting beliefs and I'm pretty sure I do have much more limiting beliefs that I will need to uncover and start working on but I wanted to open up open up to you so that you feel inspired to do the same and start uncovering all the limiting beliefs that you might have inside that are not allowing you to to do the things that you want to do in your life. That is exactly why in your recovery, you actually need to make a priority to work on your mental health. Even if you have to gain weight right now, you can do both simultaneously. You don't have to work first on your mental health and then gain weight. No, no, don't do that. Okay, 
I thought that for a long time and that doesn't work. You need to do both. You need to accept your new body. You need to actually see how your body changes and actually be okay with that. Breaking up with the limiting belief that gaining weight is bad. That's not bad and that's something that society put in your mind but it's not true. Okay, it's not true. Gaining weight is not bad at all. And if actually gaining weight will improve your mental health, will improve your overall physical health, will improve your life, your relationships, your relationship with food, with exercise will make you stronger and more energized, then that's exactly what you actually need to do. And that's exactly what is right for you to do. So please change that mindset, change that limiting belief that gaining weight is bad because it's not. It's not only about eating and the food that you eat. It's about changing all the limiting beliefs that you have inside so that you know for a fact that you won't go back to the dark place and you won't use the eating disorder as a coping mechanism anymore. A lot of questions on my DMs or whenever I put like a poll on My Instagram are like, how do you start eating again? Or how do you get over the fear of gaining weight? I'm still scared, guys. I still have fears. I still get anxious. I still get uncomfortable. And I still have many dots on my head. But I already know that going back to the eating disorder and doing what I used to do won't help me at all. That that is just like bullshit. Whatever your mind is trying to tell you, again, don't believe everything you think. The eating disorder won't fix anything for you, literally anything. So face the fears, face the anxiety, just look at the anxiety to the eyes, look at the fear to the eyes and say like, I am not you and I won't let you control my life, control everything because everyone has different fears. And the only way to get comfortable with your fears is by actually facing them. Okay, so my beliefs for many years affected how I perceived the world, which affected how I acted and in which I only wanted to shrink my body, my relationships, my entire life. When you start acting based on what you believe in, you end up making stories based on that. It truly affects how you start seeing life and others' behaviors around you. Suddenly, if your boyfriend breaks up with you, you will take it as a fact that he did because you are too shy or too anxious or too fast in their relationship or not pretty enough or not skinny enough. It will all change for everyone. Like everyone's perspective and limiting beliefs will make them believe that there's something wrong with them. And in reality, it could be like, maybe he doesn't feel ready for a full relationship. Like, we don't know, but you make your own reality. It can completely change and affect your perspective in every situation in your life. Your beliefs will make you see things that are not there. You will make up meaning out of innocent behaviors. Start creating your own reality. Everyone has abilities And is the beliefs what makes it easier or harder for you to perform better? And this is what I like to remind some girls that ask me like, how did you do it? Or how did you recover? How do you eat enough? How do you get... That's for like the eating disorder part. But 
another question that I get, how do you get followers on Instagram? Or you can, it can be any question. It's like, we all have the same abilities to accomplish our goals. How do you start a podcast? How do you stop being shy about showing your face on YouTube or on TikTok or whatever? Guys, we all have the same abilities to accomplish our goals and live the life that we want to live. And maybe it's time for you to become aware of the limiting beliefs that are holding you back from becoming the person that you have always wanted to be. Your beliefs are like a fake reality. And think about it. This happens a lot in your day-to-day life. When you put a situation in front of different people, they will all react in different ways, right? I remember when I met my best friend for the first time with my cousin, my first impression was completely different than the one my cousin had. We had different beliefs in our mind that made us see her as completely different persons. And we even saw different behaviors and attitude towards us. It is really, really crazy how all this works. You need to break from those limiting beliefs and believe that you're fully capable and beautiful. Actually be confident in your beliefs. Be confident in that you're capable to get over a need in disorder. You're capable of starting that project, that, that the project that you have always wanted to start. You're capable of passing the exam that you have studied for a long time. In your career or even in recovery, stop playing it safe, okay? Be willing to fail. Be willing to not be perfect in everything that you attempt. If you want to get it right, this is another quote that I freaking love. If you want to get it right, you have to willing to get it wrong first. Try multiple things. Try everything. Literally try everything. Every hobby, every way of living, everything. You never know what's going to help you or what's going to stick with you or what you're going to love. The biggest piece of advice that I will also be using for myself is to break with the fake reality and start creating your own reality. Not everyone around you hates you. Remember when I talk about some influencers that I admire and that I wanted to be friends with and they will like unfollow me or not talk to me? In my mind, it will be like, my reality will be like, oh my God, maybe it's because my content is annoying. Maybe I should stop posting. Maybe there's something wrong with me. Maybe they don't like who I am. Maybe I'm not pretty enough for them. Maybe I'm not interesting enough for them. And all of that was in my own reality. When I talked to my mom and I told my mom about it, she was like, oh my God, what if maybe they click the bottom um, and they didn't realize, or, oh my God, what if, um, TikTok did it for them and, you know, like different realities or what if, uh, your content is just not what they're looking for and it's nothing about you. It's about just the content and like, they want to see other stuff. But in my mind, it was like, it's because I'm not American. It's because I am not speaking English well. It's because I'm not pretty enough, whatever. And I created my own reality. I start creating that. So whenever I will also meet someone in English, I'll be like, oh my God, I'm so shy. I'm so scared. So I wouldn't even look for relationships anymore with friends or with boys because I was scared they would laugh at me. And I was like, I'm not even going to try because they will laugh. You know what I mean? So I was limiting my life with that break up with all those dumb limiting beliefs for me something that also came up was the driving 
I keep repeating to myself that I'm an anxious girl and I can't drive. Now I have to work and see what happened in my childhood, why someone made me fear driving and made me believe that I was the emotion of anxiety because I am not. The goal in here is to be your little kid, okay? The one that has not been changed by society or limited beliefs. The one that knows that there is not only one answer, there are multiple answers, and most importantly, you have to have fun in what you do. With literally everything, you can learn. Literally everything. You can learn a new language. You can learn a new recipe. You can learn how to do a podcast. You can learn how to edit a YouTube video. You can learn everything, literally everything. You can become good at anything and you're powerful, I promise. So we're going to change the I can't for how can I make it possible for me? Okay. Some girls, I can't eat. I can't eat that much. Okay. How can I make it possible for me to eat that much? Maybe I can add some oils if I need to gain weight. Maybe I can go out to eat more often and try different foods. Whatever. All of that. You you know, you can literally apply this to every situation in your life that you're struggling with. Take it one belief, one opposite action at a time. Okay? Don't stress yourself about it. Do it one and then the other one and then the other one because we all have a lot and when I tell you a lot of limiting beliefs so your homework is to start creating your new reality in which you find solutions for literally everything one in which you believe in yourself and believe that you're capable of everything we all have two lives that's another quote we all have two lives the second one starts when you realize you only have one That's literally everything that I wanted to say today. I just finished the script and I felt so inspired yesterday to talk to you about this because this is actually one of my biggest passions in life. One day I will be able to do a TED talk. Why not? Yes, I'm capable and I know that I will be able to do it to share my story and help others feel more confident and get over the eating disorder if they're struggling with that or literally with anything in life because recovering from an eating disorder and if you're doing it right now too that's the most like the hardest thing ever it's really hard and it requires a lot of you it requires a lot of good mindset good behaviors good habits and changing your entire world your entire mindset so i admire everyone that's fighting through an eating disorder and i admire everyone who has gone through it and who's fighting with the thoughts in a day-to-day life so people people i love you so much And I want you to know that you're capable and you're beautiful and you need to stop creating that awful reality for you. You need to actually be delusional about your life and believe that everything will be okay and that you are okay, that there's nothing wrong with you. You just have to believe in yourself and believe that things will get better if you start working on your mental health and also your physical health. Okay. That's going to be all for today's episode. I love you so much, guys. Thank you so much for hearing me through all this episode. And I hope you guys enjoy it. I hope you really do. You really did, actually. See, I still make mistakes, but it's okay. I don't care anymore. I love you so much, guys. You guys are the best. And I'm so grateful for all of you. And I will literally 
ever, never will shut up about how grateful and how happy I am to have you here. Okay? I love you. Bye. See you on the next episode. Go do something good for you today. Nice for you today. You deserve it.